And hello, everybody, and welcome to the City of Steel Sports Podcast on Anchor, along with Charlie Stafford. I am Colin Witte. Chuck, how are we doing today? Doing good. It's a great day. Nice day in November. It's nice to still have the warm weather, so doing pretty well. How about you? Pretty good. Yeah, you mentioned the warm weather. I think it's 77 today in November, so a bit weird in Pittsburgh. Last week, it was in the 30s, I, I, I think. But we got a great show planned for you guys. We have an interview with Juju Smith-Schuster, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver. And Charlie, Juju's off to a great start in his uh, NFL career, but especially this year with having seven back in Ben Rosberger, future Hall of Famer, of course. So Juju and the Steelers are off to an 8-0 start. Charlie, I know you were critical of Ben at first, but have these eight games showed you that Ben is basically back to normal? I mean, no matter how he's playing, at the end of the day, he's getting us wins. And wins will get us in the playoffs, and wins in the playoffs get us to the Super Bowl. So as long as he's winning, I'm not going to have any big complaints about it. Yep, we, we're winning. You can't, I told Charlie this earlier. There, there's not a better record to be than 8 0. So you can't, they're obviously doing something right. And that is what the Steelers' record is eight games through the whole season. Uh, they have a game this Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, one thing to keep an eye on is Ben Rosberger added to the, I think it was close contact COVID list. He still does have a uh, chance to play this um, this Sunday versus Cincinnati, but he'll have to test negative throughout the week, and hopefully he'll get the go. So we're going to get started, but first, hit the music. Them creeping, see them creeping when I ride up. They been sleeping, they been sleeping, tell them rise up. We are not the same, fish you need to size up. I'm in the clouds, got me feeling like I'm higher, feeling like I'm higher. We now welcome on a very special guest, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, pro bowler, Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju, first off, how are you doing today after that 8-0 win versus the Dallas Cowboys? I saw your touchdown pass, suck the touchdown catch, excuse me. It's a great catch, great play by you. But how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Uh, honestly, just, you know, enjoying my two days off, you know, having a victory Monday. Um uh, you know, for us to, to go out, you know, make history and be 8-0, first time ever in Steel history. Uh, feels great, man. You know, it's an unbelievable thing. Uh, we still have another half of the season to go, uh, another eight more games. So I'm super excited to see what the uh, uh, what these games have in store for us. I like that mindset. So first of all, non-football related, we got to ask about Bougie. How's he doing? I mean, Bougie seems cooler than both of us. So yeah, he has we just a cooler life know. than we do. Yeah, he's a cooler life than both of us. So we just want to know how Bougie's doing. Uh, Bougie's great, man. Bougie's great. Uh, Bougie lives a Bougie lifestyle. That's why they call him Bougie. Uh, but he's awesome, man. Great dog. Obviously, he's he's been hanging out with Portia, his girlfriend. Um, you know, just doing that, enjoying their time and stuff like that. So, Bougie, you gonna uh, have to put a ring, put a ring on Portia. Probably, man. Hopefully, one day, man. Yeah, put, put, a, one put, day. A, put a put a dog chain on her. Yeah. Man. Like, <laughs> how old is he now? Know, she's a keeper. Uh, he just turned three. So wow. he's twenty-one in dog years. I would say. Yeah, yeah, he's two years younger than me. <laughs> might might have to put something on that. All right, yeah, so I, I read sure. somewhere that you played rugby growing up. 
And how, what was the decision mindset of you playing uh, football or rugby? Was that a hard decision to make? And is that where you get all your physicality and gritty fighting for extra yards from? Yeah, man. So, um, you know, growing up in the household, I was, you know, I'm part half Samoan. Um, my mom is one and, you know, group in the house where like rugby was like actually a big thing. You know, it's big on, you know, New, New Zealand, Samoa, uh, Tonga, Fiji, all those, you know, uh, great islands. So I would say that, you know, I do get my, my physical uh, talent from that just because, you know, we don't wear pads, you know. Um, the reason why I decided to play football is just because it's a full ride scholarship. Um, I, I probably could have got a full ride to go to, uh, you know, either Utah or Penn State to play rugby, but I decided to you know, to stay with football. Um, obviously, the other point of it was just probably better yeah. for my career and stuff like that. So, and, yeah, no, nah, for sure. And definitely pays off. So, uh, I can't complain. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely happy to see you in the football uniform. But back onto the Steelers now. What's it like to have Ben back in the backfield this year throwing the ball to you? You know, what's it like to – obviously, you, Mason Rudolph, had a good chemistry. But what's it like to have your leader, your team leader, and the quarterback that you've had for a couple of years now, Ben Roethlisberger? What's it like to have him back? Uh, I think it's awesome. I think it's, you know, to have him back, it's amazing. Um, uh, I mean, last year we struggled, you know, we came up short being 8-8. Eight and eight. And this year, you know, we're starting off the season being 8-0. and zero. And it's, you know, just have a leader and captain like that on our team who's just going to lead us, you know, I think this past two weekend, these past two weeks, you know, he led us to uh, to winning drives and put points on the board and to close out, close out the game. So um, this is something that I've, you know, I've played with my rookie year. So uh, it's nothing new to me. Like I said, the chemistry is there. Uh, he makes the game a lot more fun. Adding on to the Ben thing, and I, I saw something during the Baltimore game and the Dallas game, and I could be completely wrong. Uh, so I, I saw something is where you, it was like the third quarter and the fourth quarter, you guys would go empty set, and all the, all the receivers would go to Ben uh, and ask – Ben would whisper them to play, and then using Ben's 17th year in the league knowledge, he would read the defense, and is he give you like a little sign to tell you what route to run, and you could just talk about – you know the smartness of Ben, and am I actually right about that? Yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right, man. I think his IQ is very high uh, with Ben. You know, that's something like I said, he's been a vet. He's been here for 17 years, and for us to go spread like empty offense and spread out the defense, and you know, he's basically just drawing up plays in the dirt. You know, that's what we tell you. We say it's backyard football, and at that point, you know. We have calls that, you know, that's one, like, there's one word. Like, we'll have, like, one word calls for, that's for everybody that everybody knows what they're doing. But Ben likes to mix it up. He said, hey, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. Hey, I want you to go outside, go inside. And he does that in a matter of, like, a short period of time. But, hey, man, it's working for us. It keeps working for us. So I think we're going to keep doing it, keep riding with it, uh, and just keep stacking these Ws. It yeah, works. definitely. It's been working really well, at least from where Connor and I can see it. But, so – Talking about some of the receivers, I remember last year there was a quote where you were talking about Deontay Johnson, who was a rookie at the time, and you were either calling him your son or you said he was, you were his father, and he's like, well, I'm older than you. So, I mean, you guys have such a young receiver room, but you already have a little experience in the league. So what's it like being the so-called experienced receiver in this young receiving room and just leading these young guys like Deontay, Chase Claypool, James Washington, and Ray Ray, who have all just been breaking out and balling out and playing really well? Yeah, man. So, and it's, it's very interesting you, you say that just because, like, you know, uh, I'm probably one of the youngest guys in the receiver room, you know, off of experience and like my, my years playing in the NFL, um, I have the most years. Uh, you know, I probably played the most with Ben um, out of all of them. This is Deontay Johnson's first year playing with Ben, James Washington's second year, Chase's first year. So, 
uh, more so like, you know, being a leader of that group, you know, it's amazing. And like, you know, because we're young, we have guys who can just run all day, you know, just a lot of energy, just ready, getting ready to just shoot out of a cannon. So if we do have a guy that goes down, you know, we have another guy who's ready to just go full speed. So uh, in, in, in that sense, you know, I think it's great. You know, me, it's something that's, that's new to me at, at a young age, being able to like, uh, lead these young guys and, also, you know, you know, not just be the, the person who just, hey, do this, do this, do that, do that. Well, but, but to also be like, yo, good job. Like, you know, keep it up. Like, you know, keep fighting. And that's something I do all the time. You know, I lead by example uh, with my actions. I try not to speak a lot. And if I do say a couple of things, you know, I honestly mean it from the heart. Because you're the oldest and most experienced receiver in that room, does, it, does that mean you get any veteran uh, just uh, walkthrough days? Or is it just all working hard? Since you're nah, I mean, receiver. like for me, for me, bro, I, I, I honestly like uh, because of my body and how tore up is it, it, it is. I, I do get, I do get like vet days, you know, um, like, like Wednesdays. I usually don't practice, and then Thursday, it's kind of like uh, I try to go out to do a couple things, and then Friday is kind of like full throttle, and then Saturday is like walk through and obviously play on Sunday. But um, just because that's a couple of the injuries I have going on right now, uh, I, I do not practice on Wednesdays and. And also, Ben doesn't practice on Wednesday. You all guys right. probably know that. So That's good because mm -hmm. I might have to day. contact you because I have you in all three of my fantasy leagues. So I'll just <laughs> send you a quick text on Friday. And I'll be like, dude, are you playing this week? And you'll be like, yeah, I'll play. Or no, I'm not playing. So <laughs> I, can, I can prepare trust accordingly. Me, you're not, I, trust I got, me, you're not, you're not the only one who does that. Bro. Oh, really? My, my mom and dad text me. Like, <laughs> 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 all right, I, I read somewhere that you were the number two rated safety behind Jamal Adams, Adams, who's obviously on the Seahawks in the NFL. So was there ever want or even a thought process of you playing both ways in college at the college you went to, USC, like a Dory Jackson? Yeah, so Dory Jackson played both ways. But the thing about the Dory, though, like, I think he started corner and then we need, he can, like, be sprinkled in as an offensive player, you know? Like, a little bit of running back, a little bit of slot receiver, a little bit of receiver. But for me, like, at the time when I was going there, we had, like, you know, Leon McCoy, Sewell Capers, like guys who went to the NFL, you know, playing safety. So uh, we were pretty much stacked at safety. And have you ever thought of it? Yes, of course. You know, I've always thought about playing safety, going down, you know, making a big hit, getting interceptions, taking to the house and stuff like that. But I think at the end of the day, you know, I, I do like to have fun. I think my personality fits more being a wide receiver. Um, and like I said, I, I think that um, over the time it appears, like, yes, I was behind Jamal Adams and I, I played with him, like, throughout all these camps. But I think my heart is more fun. I have more fun playing wide receiver than uh, than DB. So you play I mean, wide receiver and safety in uh, high school, I would assume? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did they just see you more potential in you uh, as a receiver than as a safety? Or was it for, a decision that you made? It was. I, I was actually rated higher as a, as a, a, a safety, but okay. I think it came down to, like, finally going to USC and it's like, well – I mean, I can't start at safety because we have star receivers. I mean, I can't start at safety because we have star safety. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just start wide receiver. And ever since then, it just took off. It worked. I mean, you have good size to play safety, but receiver, as Colin said, does seem to be working out. So it, apparently you were originally committed to Oregon, but as we all know, you went and bought out at USC. So what was the turning point in your commitment that made you shift to the rival Pac-12 school? Um, I, I think for me, bro, I think it was more so when Lane Kiffin left. Um, I, I didn't like him as a recruiting coach. And then Sarkeesian came in from Washington. Uh, and then also, I think T. Martin was my, my receiver coach at uh, USC, who was a great recruit. And also, like, you know, when they, when they put that, hey, you should stay home, you know, near your family, you know, and, and go to my own church and stuff like that. So I think going to my own church, 
Oh, sorry. I think going to my own church and also uh, just being around my family was like the, the turning point for me of staying home and deciding to go to USC. All right. One topic I'm going to get a little carried away with, but I, I'm so curious to know your touchdown celebrations. Like what, what's the process? So like you guys meet Saturday night, be like, yeah. Hey, you're doing this, you're doing that. Or just take me through the process of how you think of these creative touchdown celebrations, because in my opinion, it's one of the best parts of football. Yeah, man. So when I first got into league, you know, I was like the first year they actually started, you know, touchdown celebrations. And, you know, I got into it and got tried to get as many guys as possible. I think the more guys you have, the more lit it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, throughout this season, obviously in all my past season, you know, we usually come up with touchdown celebrations, you know, either like going into like Friday, Saturday. And then if we don't have one then, then we'll talk about it like Sunday. And then like this past Sunday, you know, our touchdown celebration was like, uh, I told him like, Yo, literally like five minutes right before we went out for like you know uh, pregame, I was like, yo, someone should do like stand on an X and like do the uh, tour of Owens. So I tried doing that this past weekend, and obviously like they wouldn't let me do it just because like it was a close game. They won't get the flag. The guy knocked the ball out of my hands. Like the Cowboy players was like standing by the by standing by the uh, the, the star. They didn't want me disrespected. So um, we just have like wild ones, bro. And and, and I, the majority of the guys who do it are like. Like the running backs, James Conner, uh, Ebron, uh, all the receivers do it. Um, but yeah, man, I think it's more fun, man. You just enjoy having a great time and like, giving the crowd what they want. All right, follow up to that. What's the best celebration that you've done in a game, or at least the best team celebration that you guys have done? I think the best team celebration. Uh, we 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 had a lot of great ones. I would say uh, the hide and seek with with Avion Bell was really cool. Um, another one that we did, uh, I, I like the one we did, uh, I gave birth to a baby. I think that was really cool. <laughs> I was going to mention I think that, that was one. Funny. I think that was funny. Um, and then obviously like, you know, what I think about celebration, I was thinking about like what's popping right now, like what's pop culture, you know? So mm-hmm. we also do something that's like going on right now and where other people can relate to. So obviously TikTok is obviously a big one. Yeah. Um, but being able to do like a TikTok video saying, hey, I'm going to do this when I score a touchdown and boom, you fast forward, I score a touchdown, now I'm doing a TikTok video. I think that's also cool. And again, as many guys as possible. Um, one we had this week that we didn't do was the one uh, between the Saints and, and the Browns when the guy put his like, like start fighting, like punched him. Like we thought that would be funny to do, like, you know, to reenact something like that. Cause mm-hmm. you know, people always see like see stuff like that, like, yo, he's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you don't want to get flagged for that, but at the same time, they're just hilarious. They make the game a lot better. I well. think I think the ultimate celebration, like I had bro, two, I think one would be doing a walk. I think that would go crazy. <laughs> And then I think another one would be, you know, doing a trust walk with Ben. Can we see that Cassidy. Sunday, maybe? This Sunday? <laughs> this Sunday? Oh, wow. Well, I, uh, I don't know, bro. People, people well, are we'll see. tune in, huh? People are in COVID protocol right now, bro. So right. hopefully they cleared the play. One more, yeah. one more question about the touchdown celebration. Does, like, you're doing a celebration. Does the ref come over to you and, like, you're like, all right, that's enough? Or is it just kind of your own freelance and you can do whatever you want? I think it's freelance. I just – it all depends. Like, you know, your offensive – like, if the field goal team is coming out to keep field goal. So, like, whatever you got to do in the store, like, do it quick, do it fast. You know, like, don't take too long because or else it's just going to be like, okay, now you're just taking forever. Like, yo, we got to go get, take the ball. Got it. All right. Um, so, uh, another thing that's 
that at least I've noticed this year is like your ability to pick up yards after the catch, especially through contact has just been like, it's been crazy. Like I remember the Cowboys touchdown, you caught it at maybe the five yard line. I mean, you just went through two or three defenders and got to the end zone like somewhat easily. So, I mean, has that been like a focus of yours in the off season? Or has it just been something that you've been trying to do throughout your whole career and it's just paying off this year? You know, our, our, uh, officer, our officer coordinator told us, like, our OC, you know, he tells us, hey, you know, get four yards and everything after that is, like, Pro Bowl, you know? Like, everything after that is just extra yards Pro Bowl for you to stack, to stat your pats, uh, to pat your stats. So, for me, it's more so, like, I try to score every play. Every time I get the ball, I'm trying to score, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless I'm, like, running to the side, then that's kind of tough, you know, like, take less damage on your body to have a longevity career. But for me, like, anything down the middle, bro, like, I'm trying to score every single time. Like, the only way you can take it out if you take it out my leg, you know? Other than that, my leg is going to keep pumping. So, um, especially especially because I'm, I'm a slot receiver. I'm, in, I'm inside all the time. I'm trying to run through defenders. But, yeah, man, uh, I think it's just more so the mentality of me to just keep doing it. All right. We're going to get there at some point, but why not bring it in now? Obviously, you're a big gamer, I know you love Fortnite, or you used to love it. I don't know if you play it anymore. But I, I, I got to confess to you, I was pretty good, and Charlie can admit that. So just just by the looks of it, what what would you give yourself the chance to beat me in a 1v1 in Fortnite? You, you think you got me? I mean, what do you what do you play on? PS4. Yeah, yeah, easily, bro. No, I'm, man, I'm no, no, Juju. Juju, no. Char- Charlie, uh, tell him how good I am. I think you would easily beat him. I, Juju, I think you would beat him very quickly. Dude, He's horrible. I, I used to be good. I don't play anymore, but I, hey, this, I used to. This is, this is like my setup, bro. Like, I'm playing on like this. Like, I have my PC there. Like, I, have, I, I play I feel like, with, like you're one of those I, kids who goes into the lobby and, and just I, sweats. Just sweats. I literally – I, I mean, I play with, like four paddles, bro. Like, I'm not taking much points <laughs> off the, the, the joystick, so. Are, are you a sweat? Definitely a sweat. Okay. Definitely a sweat. I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes already. (laughs) All right. On on a more serious question about the gaming, you founded your own gaming team, Team Diverse. So was this? So what? What kind of like made you want to found your own gaming team? Was this a dream that you've had, or is it just since this has turned into such a passion for you, just something that you felt like would be a cool thing to do? I, I think I think it's more so a passion. I don't think it's more so a dream. I think. As time goes on and on, you know, you think about, like, what do you have to do in your free time, man? When I first got to the NFL, you know, I didn't have time to hang out with my teammates. A lot of my teammates were, you know, I was new to the team. The rookies, all rookies were getting settled in. And, you know, a lot of my teammates had kids, you know. So all I, all I would do, ever do when I was a kid is just play video games. And literally my birthday is, you know, November. And, like, the new Call of Duty always came out around my birthday. And that's all I ever wanted to do was play Call of Duty and video games. So, uh, yeah, so I got into, uh, obviously, uh, I was part of FaZe at one point, FaZe Clan. And then I kind of, like, departed from there uh, just because I wanted to start my own gaming team called Team Diverge. And the meaning of Diverge means, like, you know, coming from, a diverse background, no matter who you are, what skin color you are, where you come from, how tall, how skinny, whatever that may be. Honestly, just, you know, we're here to, to game and we're here to, you know, change the world and build that bridge between, you know, gamers and between like actual hardcore gamers and like musicians, like students, like professors, like athletes, like people who are just like, because you think about it, bro, like, a lot of NFL players, a lot of athletes, we game so hard. But nobody ever knows about it because, yeah. you know, we're all people want to focus on football. You know, the moment I get on Twitch and, you know, we lost the game, people are bashing me, hey, you should stop gaming and focus on football. Which, you know, we all have a life, too, you know. And it's not yeah. always about football yeah. 24-7. So, 
I started Team Diverge, man, just to, to change the world, change the game, and um, to turn, you know, dreams into reality. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, gaming's especially popular in, like, the NBA with, like, Devin Booker, Paul George, Gordon Hayward, with those guys. But so, Team Diverge, how's the recruiting going? Like, have you gotten any big names so far to sign, or is it just working out the process right now? Uh, we, we, we got a couple guys, man. We got some cool, right. some cool guys you guys are probably like. Uh, we got a guy who's who's on the Bucks. We got a guy who's on the Carolina Panthers. We got a guy who's on Arizona Cardinals. So uh, we got a I feel few. Like you want to share that, some names? You want to share some names? Or uh, that- I mean, if you really think about it, think about who are the core gamers on those teams, and okay. and you know, I'll you know, do my research. Yeah, 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 the yeah Bucks, for sure. Panthers. Who else? And Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. Okay. okay. All right. Sweet. Cool. We'll see. I feel like Kyler Murray is one of them. I don't know why. All right. Speaking of Kyler Murray, he makes a lot of. No juke moves. This is a really, really weird question, but have any of the plays that you've used in the NFL that you've seen from the video game Madden? Like, has Ben, like, in the huddle, like, screw it, we're doing four verticals. Did that ever happen? I know it's a weird question. I don't know if you've played uh, Madden before. Nah, was- Ben likes – I think Ben like. I think Ben likes to have, like, different options of, like, okay. routes. You know, he right. likes, old, like, crazy OD routes. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think the only thing that's relates to Madden, bro, is probably like Pat Mahomes and like Tyreek Hill right yeah, across the like, you know, yeah. That's like OD. <laughs> I, I just feel like I could see Ben in the huddle, just be like, all right, four verticals. You got to play Madden before the tight ends usually open. Rest <laughs> deep, go deep. We'll see. What I wish happens. it was that easy. I wish it was that easy. Yeah, it's it's not. It seems like it seems much a lot harder than a video game. Yeah, seems like something I would not be good at playing in the NFL, but that's just me. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so your name Juju. Where did that name come from? Because I know that's not that wasn't your first or original name growing up. So what are kind of the origins of this name Juju? Yeah. So um, let me see. Okay. Yeah. So honestly, uh, Juju came from you know my auntie. She she said Choo Choo like Choo Choo Train, and mm-hmm. it kind of Juju just stuck, man. And everyone just calls me Juju. Uh, nobody really knows what my, what my real name is. So like teachers, students, Can I friends. Take a guess? Can I take it again? Uh, you can take it. Yeah, sure. All right, John Smith. Oh, okay. I mean, I, the I most did my research. Name. I did my research. <laughs> Literally the most common basic name. That's not yeah, it. That's definitely. No, it is. It is. It is. Oh, okay, it is, okay, it is. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But if you ask anybody on the street, they're, they're gonna be like, yeah. no, no. Juju no. sounds better. <laughs> I, I love Juju. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like there's Juju. There's Juju. Dude. Yep. All right. One more question regarding Juju. A couple years ago, they had a song, Juju on that beat. Were you in contact with the writers with that song? Just this about you? I was. I you was. Are- it wasn't about me. It wasn't about me. Uh, but they found out who I was, and then they, they kind of, like, linked, we linked okay. us together. We did an actual video, and it went viral, bro. Like, it was probably one of my first videos that went viral when I was in college. Uh, you know, they mm-hmm. pulled up to L.A., so it was pretty cool. That's sick. All right. A uh, question about your head coach, Mike Tomlin. When you first got into the league, describe what it is like from when you got there to where you are now to play for the ultimate players coach, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, uh, Mike Tomlin, Coach Tomlin is an awesome dude, man. He tells it how it is, very um, straightforward, uh, doesn't hide it, you know, doesn't beat around the bush. You know, if he tells you you're going to lose your job, he's going to tell you you're going to lose your job um, no matter who you are, you know. Um, I remember one time a quick story that I was late and I was behind AB and AB was, you know, running out late and uh, – he said, I'm going to find you so hard. i make sure your grandkids don't go to college, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, bro, like, you know, fines can be up to like 50000 to to 100000 at the time. And it was just like, okay, like, this is like totally OD. So I, after that, I, got, I told myself I would never be late, you know, you know, training camp ever again. All right. One, one more follow-up regarding Mike Tomlin. 
he, he doesn't seem to give the media a lot uh, in the press conference. He says the standard is the standard, but like, is Mike Tomlin, like, is he a whole different guy behind closed doors? I mean, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, everyone's, you know, the own human being, own person, you know, I mean, there's time, you know, your, your coach and you, your father, your, your brother, your son, you know, whatever that may be. But um, yeah, to, totally, totally, like, just a guy, man. Like, you talk to him about anything, like, although we do talk about football pretty often, like we always talk about like life, we talk about like, you know, about this, about this situation I'm facing in my life, like he can relate to it. So it's never a dull moment with him. All right, one more question regarding Coach Tomlin. I was listening to part of my take with Big Cat and PFT, and you were on it a couple months ago, and you told a story about how whenever a player gets fined, Mike Tomlin just yells, bang, bang. Is that accurate? Very, very accurate. Very accurate. <laughs> so what's I've the meaning of that it? multiple times. What, what, what's the meaning of it? Just bang, bang? Yeah, bang, bang means fine. So like okay. you start off with twenty five hundred, bang again, five thousand, bang again, <laughs> so, ten thousand, so, bang again, fifteen thousand. So the locker room could be completely silent, and you just hear bang, bang, and you know it's someone's getting fined. Yeah, but usually it happens like when we have like team meetings, you know. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. All right, okay. so I'll try you guys. All right, my bad. So back to your college days in USC. I mean, you had some. Very memorable games from that Rose Bowl against Penn State that, I mean, is one of the most famous Rose Bowls of all time to a number of different Pac-12 shootouts. What was your most memorable game or maybe your best game from your USC days? I mean, I, I mean honestly, man, I'll probably say that, that was a fun game. Um, you know, I would say the Rose Bowl. But if you talk about any other game, I think I had a lot of fun uh, playing at uh, ASU. I think ASU was a fun game just because that atmosphere was so wild and so fun. Um, you know, I, I like playing there, like a college town, who just literally nothing but, you know, college football. Um, but I also like my, my freshman year. I think my, yeah, my freshman year, I came out, you know, an opener. I went for like 100 yards and like six, seven catches. And, you know, as, as, a, as a young guy, you know, only being 17, I, I had a lot of fun that game too. Got it, got it. What, 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 yeah, follow up. What was it like to play with Sam Darnold in in college, especially? Oh, it was fun. It was fun, bro. Sam Darnold was nice, bro. He just needs a better line right now in the NFL. Yeah. it's tough, but uh, he was a fun dude. A guy who can run, make you plays. You want to see him on the Steelers one day, maybe? Do some recruiting. I don't see why not. He's a good kid. Yeah, yeah he's a good player. All right, I have one final question, Juju, presented by uh, Revtown Sports. Uh, Revtown, excuse me. Uh, a couple years back, Ben Rosberger was called out for being a questionable leader, calling out certain receivers. But I, I feel like when you look at Big Ben's side of it, I feel like you have to motivate different guys in different ways. But in, in some of your own words, can you describe Ben Rosberger as a leader for us? Um, you know, Big Ben, I mean, it's like, like you said, man, like he he knows how to coach. He's very coachable uh, to a lot of different players on a different team, you know. Some players take it, some players handle it differently, you know. Uh, but one thing that Ben tells you, you know, he tells you how it is. Uh, but he's a great leader, man. I mean, for him to be doing this for 17 years, like, Ben could have been retired, you know, with two Super Bowls. But, you know, he's still out here fighting for us, had, had, had an arm surgery. He's out here every day. And one thing that he tells us as a group, as, a, as our whole team, that, you know, this is probably one of the best teams that he's ever been around. You know, the brotherhood, the love for each other. Like, no one's out here playing, you know, being individual players and playing for themselves. You know, and something he tells us every Sunday is that, you know, we don't have to be great individually, but if we're good collectively, we're a great team overall. And, you know, as a leader, you know, Ben, 
that's that's something that means so much, you know, to him and not to to him and to everybody else that's on the team. So, um, and I'll tell you this: the two time, or I would say this, uh, the Titans game. You know, we, we start off sluggish, right? Or we start off fast, and at halftime, you know, we really make it through. And then the Baltimore game, he comes in, you know, he says the speech, and all all I can remember is that, you know, if you don't love this game or you don't want to go out there and fight for each other, just stay in the locker room. Everyone got up. Everyone walked out together. You know, we finished the game out. We ended up winning, right? So then that's just like, it just shows, you know, the leader, the character of Ben, how great he is. And, you know, this past game, you know, Ben was hurt playing, playing with some, a, a bad knee, you know, and he went, he came, boom, put points on the board and he went, went to the locker room, got, got it done, got it fixed, came back out, finished the game, won the game. Uh, and that just shows, you know, that he's been doing it for a very long time. He's a veteran, and it's nothing new. So, uh, like I say, he's a great leader. One very, very last question. You mentioned that great defense. Uh, so, what, what's it like to face him in practice? Are you kind of like, I'm glad they're on my team? Oh, most definitely glad I'm on my team. Uh, <laughs> they're definitely not easy to get by. Uh, they're all great players, man. If you, think, if you look at that defense, bro, you're probably looking at, like, 10 of those guys being first rounders. Yeah. So, uh, it's some it's some crazy, bro. Like it's really cool that you know we have one of the best defense in the league. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well, Juju, this has been awesome. It's been a pleasure for us. And thank you so much for coming on. Get healthy, rest up. Hopefully we'll see you out there on Sunday. Good luck for you the rest of the season. Thanks again. No, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Uh still the nation people out there. Thanks for the love. Showing you guys love, man. Uh and like I said, babe, let's get it, baby. Let's get it. Another game. I don't know, baby, this weekend. Let's go. Stay lit, man. Stay lit. And thank you guys so much for listening to the City of Steel Sports Podcast. That was a great interview with Juju Smith-Schuster, Charlie. A lot of insight from an NFL player and a great NFL player in Smith-Schuster. So, Charlie, any lasting words before we leave? No, I mean, obviously great to interview anyone and someone like Juju, who's a bit of a cult hero in Pittsburgh. Just really fun talking with him. Seems like a great guy. So, had a good time today. Yeah, before we get going, here's a little word from our sponsors, RevTown. Our sponsors, as always, are RevTown. You can buy their products at RevTownUSA.com today. And in the house, winter's coming up. We know Pittsburgh winter, no snow, but a lot of cold. RevTown's got you covered there. They have great sweaters to wear in the house, look nice, great jeans. And, you know, Christmas is coming up. It will be a, it's a great Christmas gift. Go on RevTownUSA.com. Get someone you like some jeans, maybe a sweater, some cool shirts. But, I mean, the jeans, they're so comfortable. The great quality, great price. RevTownUSA.com. You can't go wrong with that. Yes, indeed. RevTownUSA.com. So, for Charlie Stafford, I'm Colin Woody saying so long, everybody. We'll see you next time. City of Skill Sports Podcast signing off. Good night, everybody. She just moved to LA, go to UCLA, and she drive a Maserati. Then she got a body. She be trying to party. She be trying to party She just moved to LA Go to UCLA And she drive a Maserati Then she got a body She be trying to party She be trying to party Surf for shawty She just caught the wave